Cheers! What's up, everybody? This is Paul Sfurlia. Welcome back to a new episode of Hospitality Secrets. Today, I want to continue talking about uh, stuff from the hospitality industry, about services we are offering to our guests. And today, it's, uh, it's uh, again, a kind of special edition, and we'll talk about 10 points, 10 ideas about how to offer excellent services and the, the today's post podcast it's about the 10 commandments of an excellent service so see you after the intro so the big question is this how can we the hospitality industry present or future entrepreneurs offer memorable hospitality experiences to our guests in a way that our staff is happy and the business is profitable and sustainable This is the question and this podcast will try to give you the answer. My name is Paul Sfurlia and welcome to Hospitality Secrets. So, uh, if uh, yesterday we spoke about the waiters and how important are the, the qualities that the waiter is having, Today we're gonna talk about services in general in the hospitality industry. Doesn't matter either it's a, it's a waiter, nor a bartender, or a barback, or a server, or a manager. All the front of house employees from the hospitality industry should have, have some, uh, some uh, specific skill set in order to, to offer excellent services to the, to the guests. And the, the backstory starts actually, again, in, uh, when, I, when I started bartending, I remember that I knew nothing about services, about what should I do front of house with the guests? How should I talk? What are my responsibilities? How can I offer excellent services? And how can I delight my guests by offering them a memorable hospitality experiences? So I had no idea about all these things. Nobody knew to tell me this, uh, like, uh, bullet points on things that I, have, I, I should do if I want to achieve excellence. So I had to discover them for, my, for, for myself. A lot of them, I found them by failing, <laughs> doing a lot of mistakes, uh, spilling, breaking. Uh, unfortunately, all these mistakes that I was doing and learning on, I could say on my own skin, but actually it was not only on my own skin, it was actually on my guest's skin and on, my, uh, on the bar where I was working. So me learning, failing by, uh, to offer excellent service to my guests, I was learning, so I, now I'm, I kind of know Uh, with bullet points, how can I offer excellent services? But back then, I was failing and I was learning, but the, the business that I was working in was suffering and the guests were not delighted, were not pleased by the services that I offering. So I'm thinking that uh, if back then somebody was, uh, was, uh, was about to tell me like 10 commandments of an excellent service, I would listen to those commandments, I would print them and I would read them daily so I can improve the way I'm offering services to my guests. 
And I remember first place where I was working, nobody told me nothing about services. They were just other bartenders were uh, instructing me about recipes, about prices, about how to mix drinks, how to make cocktails, how can I develop skills, how can I uh, throw a bottle to make some flair. But nobody told me nothing about services. They, they, it, it's like they didn't exist <laughs> in the first place of uh, where I was working. In the second place where I was working, same thing. Nobody told me nothing. They just told me these are our recipes. This is how you should make them. You should clean the, the ashtray. You should clean the espresso machine. You should make coffee. So everybody was telling me just technical things that, that I was supposed to do. But nobody instructed me on... Uh, ways of offering excellent services because I wanted to offer excellent services. I think that the hospitality industry is about serving our guests in an excellent way so they can remember and they can feel relaxed and they can find a bit of joy in the hospitality industry because they choose hospitality industry and bars and restaurants except now with uh, this crazy thing about coronavirus because they cannot choose it because unfortunately it's closed everything but usually before and after they choose hospitality industry places in order to relax, to enjoy, to have fun, to, to forget about the, the daily problems from, uh, from their life. So to recharge themselves and restore themselves. This is why they choose our places to come out and to spend their money, their time and their focus. But uh, if the staff, it, it's not instructed to offer excellent services to help them to, to help the guests to find what they are looking for, the business is not, uh, is not sustainable, is not good. It's, it's, it's not fulfilling the purpose that uh, every, every establishment from the hospitality industry is having. And that is making the guests a little bit more joyful, more happy, more relaxed and uh, a bit happier. Third place where I worked in the hospitality industry, nobody told me again, nothing. Everybody, every single place where I was working, everybody told me just the, the same things. These are our recipes. These are our prices. This is how you are supposed to, to clean the bar, to make coffee, to make a cocktail, to pour a beer. So everybody was teaching me again, skills about offering the pro products, but nobody told me about offering excellent services. So I started finding my own, <laughs> on my own, I started developing and after delivering uh, trainings for the Ajobar Academy, and then I participated to many master classes because I was fascinated more than just mixing co good cocktails, I was more fascinated about offering excellent services and uh, offering the, the purpose that I was having to make the guest a little bit happier than it was before coming into the place where I was working. So this was my ultimate purpose and with cocktails, with beer, with coffee, with uh, products that I was offering and everybody was teaching me how to do them, I couldn't get that. So I wanted to make my guests a bit happier and I started exploring and doing the research to discover more ways on how can I offer excellent services in order to offer absolutely memorable hospitality experiences to my guests. So 
with with this in mind i started doing some researches and i found 10 commandments of great service and i want i want to share those commandments in this episode and uh, explore them a little bit and to to this po- this episode of the podcast to be that lesson that nobody taught me when i started working in any establishment in the hospitality industry i had to learn it for myself so i wanted to distill all the info about the services into 10 commandments like the bible distilling uh, all the knowledge into 10 commandments you should follow same in the hospitality industry i would like to to see these 10 commandments of a great of an excellent service not only a great service it's an absolutely excellent service so number one first commandment of an excellent service would be be a great host hospitality it's about hosting if we host our guests and we perceive them as a guest we can be a host and we can actually offer them a better welcoming, a better engagement, a better entertaining, a better experience overall in the hospitality industry just by being a great host. So that's the commandment commandment number one, be a great host. Don't just be a host, which is a good step, but be a great host. How are you a great host? Uh, think about uh, when you go to your grandma. That's an example of a, good, a great host. When you go to your grandma, Almost all the time your grandma is saying, oh, please take a seat, have this, eat this, eat this. Uh, let me give you something to drink when you want to go. Okay, take this food for your home so you can eat home. That's hosting. <laughs> the, the best example of a great host, it's, uh, it's a grandma, grandpa, somebody very loving from your family. That's an example of a great host. This is number one. Number two, create the experience. That's the, the, the commandment number two, create the experience. It's, it's uh, your responsibility. It doesn't matter your role, even if you're a waiter, server, uh, bartender, barback, manager, any kind of front of house employees from the hospitality industry, you should create the experience for your guests. Create the experience means that... Uh, you are conscious about the reason why the guests are coming to the hospitality industry and that's to find the hospitality experiences experience so you should you are responsible to create this hospitality experience by being first uh, first commandment being a great host being very hospitable then you create actually the experience how can you create the experience think about experience equal memories if you manage to create a positive memory to your guest that that means that you manage to create a, a remarkable a memorable experience for them so find ways how you can create a positive memory to to all most of your guests you cannot create to all of your guests but to most of your guests go out of your way to create a good experience and a memorable hospitality experience to your guests. This is number two. Commandment number three, it's uh, use eye contact and good body language. So this is crucial because body talks. I don't know if you heard about this uh, statement, but uh, actually there are some studies which are showing that uh, the communication actually is made up to 60% body language, 
30% is the tone of voice and just 10% is the words that you are using. Boom! That, that was big for me when I realized that I was speaking and transmitting more to my guests by my body, body language, by my, my tone of voice, than I was transmitting just with my words. So that was massive for me when I learned this uh, important uh, uh, role that body language is having in the way I was offering uh, excellent services to my guests. So a few, a few ideas, bullet points about a negative body language would be crossed arms. When you are staying with your, your arms crossed, you are closed, you are not opened. Then would be fidgeting, scratching arms, scratch your head, your nose, your ass, <laughs> a lot of scratching. Uh, avoiding eye contact, it's a negative body language. Another negative body language is not smiling or frowning. Some positive examples of body language would be eye contact, smiling, nodding of head, relaxed stance, uh, heads up, uh, straight back and a confident, uh, confident posture of, of transmitting the message. You are not verbalizing it, which is more than words. <laughs> This is number three. Number four, use your guests and your colleagues names. The best song for everybody's ear, it's its own name. So when somebody's saying your name, imagine this, you are going on the street and uh, in a, there, are a lot, there is a lot of noise in a market, for example, and at some point you hear your name. Somebody is, is, is uh, pronouncing your name. You are hearing that name and you're starting being listening to the, the person who pronounced your name, even though it was not talking with you. We are... We are uh, <laughs> programmed to listen our name. Since our birth, everybody was saying our name when wanted to address to us. So name, using names is music for everybody's ear, its own name. So try, learn the names and use the names. Number five, know your products. And here comes what everybody is teaching you when you start uh, working in a bar or a restaurant. Everybody is teaching products and how to make products. And it's important, especially as a waiter, as a partner, as a manager, every single role should know all the products from the menu. So you know and you talk and you recommend the best products, the, your favorite products, but you cannot recommend if you don't know them, if you didn't try them, if you don't know how they are produced. So. This is very important, knowing your product. So taste them, eat them, drink them, all your products, get familiar with them. So then we can go to the sixth point, sixth commandment, which is take time to explain. If you understand your products and uh, you see that some guests would be open to be explained, you can go deeper and start explaining and uh, show the, actually the knowledge that you are having because for most of the guests that's completely new, nobody is doing this. So take time to explain. When I was working in, in Charlie in a cocktail bar, uh, at some point, uh, 
like three or four times per night, I was personally taking the cocktails to a table and I was staying at that table and I was explaining the process and the ingredients and the flavor and the taste of the cocktails that I just prepared for them. So they were so, so amazed that the bartender was coming out of the bar, going at the table and taking time to explain the products that I did for them. So it's absolutely essential to take time to explain. But here I want to add a thing. There are two kinds of people I learned from, from Sean Finter. Uh, he said that there are two types of guests. One is the sponge, which would be very uh, interested in uh, hearing all the explanation and uh, enjoy talking with you. And second, it is the rock. Rock doesn't want to talk with you, doesn't want to be explained. They just came there to do their own thing. And you should let them do their own thing because this is why they came there. So we have the sponge and the rock. The sponge would like to, to be explained and stories, but the rock, just they just want to be let alone, which is okay because we don't have time to explain to everybody. <laughs> so identify the, the sponges and explain them the products and the way you did the products. Number seven, be creative and use stories. Stories are the juice of life. We, we learn through stories, we don't learn through facts, facts. Stories are the most important thing and the most memorable things. With this podcast, I'm trying to tell stories. I don't try just to give knowledge, knowledge, knowledge info. I try to share stories with uh, a with, uh, uh, a learn, but the story provides and, and bring the opportunity to bring the learn into the, 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 the picture. So every cocktail that I was doing, every cocktail had a story. So if I had time and I, I identify a sponge, I was always telling the story. How, uh, for example, how the idea came of creating that cocktail, the name. I was telling some kind of a story because they are very powerful. Number eight. Be calm under pressure. There will be pressure. It doesn't matter where you are working, even if it's in a coffee shop, except if you are working into a place where nobody is coming, which soon will be closed <laughs> because it's not working. But you will be put under pressure. It's a, this is our job and you need to keep your calm under pressure. And I learned this by competing to cocktail competition. And I remember I was uh, participating to work class and uh, there was a challenge, uh, cocktails against the clock, they were, they were called. And uh, I was about to make 10 cocktails in 10 minutes and explaining some stories. So this was a massive pressure and I managed to keep my calm, to develop calm because this is a skill. You are not born with the calm under pressure. You are developing this skill. So when you feel pressure, see how can you find calm because you are more effective when you are calm than, than, than when you are very stressed. Number nine, be genuine and supportive. Don't be fake. Don't go to a table and enjoy and have fun. And uh, when you turn your back to the table, you are uh, frowning and you are uh, cursing and you are saying things because that's not genuine. Or uh, if you are very kind to, to the guests, but you are not kind with your colleagues and uh, after you are serving a guest and then you are... Uh, 
uh, screaming at one of your colleagues, that will not be perceived as a genuine kindness. That's like a fake orgasm. <laughs> you are faking kindness. It's not honest. It's kind of good. It's better than nothing. Like, like a fake orgasm. It's better than nothing. But it's not genuine. Try, try being more genuine and, and being supportive. Actually to, to care about your guests. To care about their needs. To care enough so you want to make them a little bit happier than they were before. That's number nine. And number 10, which is my ultimate top favorite uh, commandment, it's smile. <laughs> it's that simple, smile. <laughs> If you wanna see how to, to develop this skill and why it's important to smile, I, I did a podcast previous episodes ago, which is called Smile. <laughs> so go to that episode and smile. I'll go to the Ten Commandments again before uh, finishing the podcast. Number one, be a great host. Number two, create the experience. Number three, use eye contact and good body language. Number four, use your guests and your colleagues' names. Number five, know your products. Number six, take time to explain. Number seven, be creative and use stories. Number eight, be calm under pressure. And number nine, be genuine and supportive. And the last but not least, number 10, smile. So these are the 10 commandments of an excellent service that I learned since I started bartending because nobody taught me how to do this and why should I do this and how important these commandments are. So if you want to offer excellent services to your guests, I hope this episode will serve you, will help you and will make it easier for you. That's it for today. See you tomorrow. Cheers.